Brendan, we are back after 10 minutes of us taking the piss. We're back for another week. What's going on, dude? Kind of start to. Not much now. We're um, in week 105 of 2020, it feels like. Tipping away. There's no tipping. I'm sick to death of it. Sick to death. Like, I don't know how we did the first one. I really don't. Because... I was I was all positive going into this, and I was saying I'm going to do some home workouts, going to get the steps in, everything was going easy breezy, progress. Nah, I'm I'm feeling fairly done this week now. I'm fed up. Um, I really think it's a lot to do in in typical Irish fashion. It's a lot to do with the weather. The days are shorter. It's like you're getting for the majority of people now. You're probably getting up in around the time of dawn, or it's dark and you're finishing up work even at home and it's pretty much dark and then for the last like couple of days it's been raining it's windy it's just miserable and it affects people's mood obviously you have been affected that's it man it's daft like i mean i've had a few days off work between the weekend and i was off friday and so it was happy days you know nice break but like the motivation to actually go out in the rain and go for a walk it's very very not there like I mean, to be honest, I'm sitting there and I'm looking out and I'm going, all right, I'll give it an hour in the hope the rain kind of stops a little bit. And then, you know, it's two hours later and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'll bother. So, like, I've gone for, like, minimal walks this week. Now, I've gone for a few, but, like, not to the level where you'd be thinking, oh, this exercise is going to definitely benefit me. It was more for, I'd say, headspace-wise, yeah, all good. The walk did me a bit of good, bit of fresh air. Like, would I say it's the same as my few workouts a week in the gym? Nah, I miss the gym, man. I miss being able to go somewhere to train and actually just put in a heavy session for 30 minutes and then come home. Versus now I'm like, am I, am I fucked to get out the resistance bands now in the front room and do a bit of a workout and watch, like have the whatever on the telly, music, Spotify, whatever it might be, and do an actual workout? I, I'm not like, I'm really not arsed. Mm, you see, the opposite of that is true for me. The thought of potentially if you could having to go to a gym or just travel there pack your bag do all that shit that that would put me off yeah whereas i'm already at home it will take like i'm lucky enough i have enough things in between in my head and as i've done before to cycle through but if i i'd say i'd be the opposite way around if it was just as normal time i wouldn't be asked not that i go to a gym anyway but if the option was there i don't think i'd take it yeah, I don't know if it even the fact of the gym. It's just more the fact of like breaking the monotony. So like, put it this way, I wake up, I might, you know, have my morning coffee. I'll do my morning in work and I'm in work till half is five. Finish up work, either the dinner's cooked for me or, or it's my day to cook and I'm going to cook the dinner. Like after that, I'm looking into facing a workout. And I'm like, it's dark outside, weather shit. I wouldn't mind going for a walk, but outside of like cracking out the weights to do it, I mean... It's taken a lot for me to pick them up, if I'm honest. And, like, I think it's just down to the fact that, like, I am sick of being at home. And I don't know about the rest of the listeners, like, but, like, what my thoughts were for, like, you know, set the foundations early. Like, that all worked, and that's great. But I think what me and maybe a lot of other people are facing into now is a bit of a plateau period where the motivation isn't really there. The back end of this lockdown, we're, we're not really even guaranteed that they're going to lift it when they said they're going to lift it. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of, like, I'm sitting here going... All the good bunches coming out in the shops. Christmas is coming. I don't want to start eating that shit now. So I need to boost myself up this week to say, all right, let's jump over this hurdle, beat this plateau. Even if things are going slow, I just need to keep it moving in the right direction. So like, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm at a wit's end at the moment. I'll be honest. I think it's probably even more simple than that. Like we were saying earlier, it's been essentially like eight months now of this, like lockdown or these lockdown type situations where people are working from home training at home things are closed yeah there was a couple of weeks things were different but essentially like i think even the strongest people now are finding a a strain mentally just i don't know was it because the first time around it was just so new and everyone was waiting for whatever day to come or there, there was always like an end point but the more and more people hear about it now it's like oh this is the, just the way it is for the foreseeable and then you have like that fake or not fake but a false hope when they were talking about vaccines and then all i, I think p- 
people were naive enough to hear the word vaccine and think, oh, we'll just pop down to the doctors and get it and everyone will be you know, out for Christmas. And yeah. the reality is people won't even get it for two years. It's just a bit of a, like, one step forward, two steps back scenario. And there's been a lot of them. So people are, people are just fed up. Yeah, man, I, I honestly think it is a bit of fed up. And as well, like, you know, when you're looking at it and I'm like, I can't go see any of my family. I can't go visit people. I can't see anyone outside of the family home. Same as everyone else. But then I'm driving into town to pick up my dinner yesterday and I literally drive past hordes of people all outside having pints. And it might as well be a Saturday night. Like, and I mean, you can tell there's, there's groups of nine, like all with their outdoor pints, their hot whiskeys, all that crack. It's great they're having a good time. I'm not a big drinker. I'm sitting there going, you're definitely all not from the same fucking house. And you're all having the crack here. Guards don't give a shit about outdoor drinking. Fair enough. That is what it is. But I can't go visit someone just for a cup of tea. I'm getting a bit pissed off. Like, And, you know, obviously, I know you're not going to sort this. Government aren't going to sort this. It is what it is. I, I know Stone. this isn't fucking Neil Prendival, like, but like, I, I'm getting fucked off. Yeah, it's like... And then, you know what? I think most people are now in the same boat as you and they're seeing the flip side of it. And while it doesn't make it right, there's definitely a lot more people taking the mentality of like, why am I making the sacrifices if other people aren't? And because it's kind of, they're just, they're like, nah, fuck this. I'm going to go and see this person. Or I'm going to do that. And then everyone's using it as their own like justification. But I've seen, I know what you're talking about. Like they were talking about it on the radio this morning. And, like, it's great that pubs are one of these, like whatever they call them, restaurant pubs or dry pubs. I don't know what the fuck. Can pub, still it? operate. Well, a wet pub is just a drinking pub. Yeah, but they're they're allowed open for takeaway drinks now as well. It's just oh yeah, pub. see, like that. But this, that that's this is the problem. I don't know where. I don't know. I don't understand the logic behind that. Do like I I, I could get your argument, like and your counter argument. But what do they think? Like I said, are people driving in from outside the city or from wherever they live, buying like a tray of drink off them or whatever offers they have and driving back home and having it for the evening? No, they're not. Like you said, they're going, meeting friends in town, getting them, walking around the city, sitting. I've seen I've seen it everywhere. I've seen it on Instagram. I've seen it on Facebook. I've yeah. seen it on I saw TV. two people from two different groups do the 12 pubs at the weekend on Saturday. Starting at like one in the afternoon and finishing up at about nine, nine o'clock there, thereabouts. Like, <laughs> like, there's no stopping people and drink. It's actually hilarious. There isn't like, and fair play to those people who managed to find 12 pubs to grab their pints and they're willing to spend that money and they had a nice Saturday out and at least they've broken the monotony of everything. But like, why am I arsed, like following anything at this rate? If, the, if that's the way things are going, like if people are like, all right, you know what, feck it. Like we can get in the 12 pubs, even though we can't go sit down in a pub. Like, I think you're you're going to find it anyway. I'd say, regardless of what happens, come whatever it is, the first or second of December, or whatever guidelines filter through, people are going to do what they want for Christmas, whether that whether pubs are open or not, they are, and it's the one scenario where I think having them open as they had before, because essentially there was no real downside to it. Yeah. It's at least a, some kind of a controlled environment. There's people that I have spoken to since March who were like staunch followers of the rules. Some of them barely left their house, had their shop, had their food shopping delivered, did everything online. You know, literally didn't go outside the confines of their garden. And those some of those same people now are saying like that not had enough. Whether or which things are open or not, they're going to see their family at Christmas. They're going to have people over. They're going like. I feel like people, yeah, of course you have to. No, I feel like none of us had this mileage left in us to keep following these rules of like, we're separate from everyone else. You can't go visit people. Like, I think anyone here who's listening, and if you're one of those people who was out drinking in town this weekend, I have zero issue with you doing that. It's just the fact of, if that's allowed within the rules, then like me being able to go to someone's gaff for a cup of tea should be allowed. Like, it's honestly at the stage where I'm like, me sitting two meters across from someone in their front room is the exact same as you being on Grand Parade having outdoor points with six other households. Like, if anything, it's better. Mm-hmm. So, like, come off it now. Like, I'm just, I'm at my wit's end. And it's all of this is leading to the fact of, like, you still have to work. You still have to go about your week. You still have to put up with all this negative news every day. 
am I asked going for a fucking walk in the rain now or doing a home workout? I'm not like someone, if, if someone can send me anything that's going to get me up and going for it, feel free to. But like, I, I'm at a stage now where I'm like, this week feels like a write off. I'm a negative Nancy now, so my apologies. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think, I don't know what the best approach to take. I think for like, look, like, realistically, it's Ireland, it's in the winter for the next couple of months short days shit weather for the most part people have to try and flip their mindset of what they did in the first like say lockdown during the summer because it was so easy to plan things just to go just to get out like go for a walk go for a run like just you have two choices either you're one of those people who loves going walking or running in the rain and it really doesn't matter to you mo- like motivationally wise or whatever way I'm trying to say that but it does for most people or just accept the fact that take the days when you can get out and come up with something different entirely different that you can do fitness wise unfortunately yes it's going to be inside your house where you've spent the other 23 hours of the day but there's definitely going to be um, people are going to have to just come up with a plan basically plan it better what yeah. they do I, I don't know like walking up and down your hall isn't uh, exactly the same as walking around the road but well, I'd say you're probably better to walk outside though like let's be honest like you can come oh, yeah. sure like I know it's illogical for me not to be arsed doing it like like I'm not going to melt if I go outside I have a good coat like there's there's no real barrier there it's actually just mentally in my head I'm like I'm not feeling it at the moment so okay. I don't know man like what what would we say to maybe there's a few other people in the same boat as me we're facing into this week now what steps are we taking to just turn things around to make sure they keep kicking over to Christmas it doesn't have to be anything major now but like what would you say as someone who's kind of just be able to keep it rolling unlike myself um get get really deep with it I'd, I'd say for a lot of people it's just a case of sitting down and asking themselves have they had enough of it as in like have they been sticking religiously to things for the last six or eight months and they just need a break they just need a week or two weeks of absolutely nothing and by that I mean I don't mean not doing anything I mean just having total freedom to do what you want eat what you want fucking you know just a, a, an entire break if if you're if you've been like I suppose even eighty or ninety percent consistent for the last couple of months, doing something doing doing the entire opposite for a week or two isn't going to dent it that much, but it might set you up for another another good six months. It probably like I don't know what I recommend someone take a two week off though. Like that seems like a bit. Like I put it this way: if it was me and I ended up taking two weeks off, I'm probably off till January. And I'm like, if I like, I I would find it very hard to do that hard stop. Like, I would probably say the opposite to yourself. If if you're getting fed up, pick two days out of the week to maybe have a really nice dinner or take one day and you just don't count any calories, just one day, and bear in mind then the rest of the week what you've had. Maybe fair enough. But, like, I feel mm. like would, would a long stop like that be beneficial in terms of, like, imagine now, say, you're someone who's desperate to lose a pound a week, whatever it is, and you've done it week in, week out, week in, week out. And you take two weeks off to let yourself off and the scale goes up, I don't know, two, three pounds, whatever it might be, depending on water, retention, everything else. And you hop on that scale at the end of the two weeks and you're saying, all right, I'm after gaining the weight. Would the average person who probably has issue with their weight take that as a, okay, we can get this back down or are they likely to go off? Fuck, I fucked it now. Christmas is coming. Who gives a shit? I feel like that's the way they're going to roll it. Like if I'm on that means they just haven't learned anything from the previous week in, week outs of doing it consistently. Well, most people don't. Well, most people are idiots. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like me, when I have a bad few days and like say, hey, this week's actually been okay to be honest food-wise. But I mean, even if I have the bad day or two or whatever it might be, I can just set it back up and start eating regularly again. That's my aim. And like, it doesn't matter about a deficit at that point. It's just, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat my daily calorie amount whatever it might be and um, we, we'll keep it rolling and things will start progressing back in the right direction eventually be it a week or two weeks 
Like I feel like a long period off like that could be a disaster. But like say even habit wise now this week, if we're looking same as myself, what should I be doing to switch things around? I think the walks, mandatory walk in the rain, regardless of the weather, probably an idea, even if it's only 200 meters up and down the road. Once you're out there, you could probably go for an hour or two and you'd be grand. So that's the first thing I'd say. Secondly, don't be tempted by all the, the good munch in the shops. There's plenty of it. It's there. It's tempting. Try hold off for another few weeks. Christmas shop doesn't need to be done till a bit closer. So that's one that I found myself last week. I was doing the shopping and I'm looking and I'm like, there's celebrations, there's roses, they're on offer. I'm like, will I stock up for Christmas? And I said to myself, maybe you should all try it. Chances are government aren't going to let us have visitors anyway because they're a bunch of pricks. So eat your roses. I'm not arsed. I'll leave them in the shops. That's what I'd say to people who are maybe in a similar boat to me. Yeah, I suppose for the people that are in that boat, it's a good approach. For anyone who's been a bit more, I don't know, maybe consistent with it, go and buy, go and buy the box. Just don't, don't sit down and eat them all. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't be that like. That's what I mean. Like you, you're in that boat of the person who can't. You will eat them all. I would. Yeah. So, on the flip side, there's people who will be able to, and for them, go and do it. Don't, don't say like, oh, I'll wait till. It's, it's like the people who have, uh, put up their Christmas trees already. Right, they just want. Oh, you absolute fucking idiot! I did, uh, they just want. See, but you know what it is, and I, I get it. Like people just want to have a bit of, a bit of joy, a bit of Christmas spirit. They're just doing it earlier than normal. They want it. it it's just fun for a lot of people. Like it makes them happy. Great, do that. In yeah. in the same way, like you're such a hypocrite, put up your Christmas tree, but you won't go out and buy Christmas food. Well, the Christmas tree is not going to make me fat. Christmas food will. Like, I put up the Christmas tree. It's just, it's brightening up the front room. I don't have all the decorations in the house, just the tree in the front room. But she like, actually lives in the dark. So this is... The thought process the was, it's, it's going to, one, it's going to cheer up my mood a little. Great stuff. Two, it's only about two weeks early. I always throw it up in the round when the toy show's on. So, like, realistically, it's You're not... like most people, yeah. And when it comes down to it, do you know what? I just needed it. I was off work. I had nothing to be doing with the day anyway. And I'm like, you know what? Go up the attic, grab everything, bring it down. Happy days. Days, days work that's somewhat positive, that doesn't involve misery. I'm, I'm all for it. Mm, I don't know. I think there's two ends of the spectrum here with this. I feel like I haven't learned anything from the last few months, Shane. Oh, I yeah. feel like you're setting yourself up for failure now, talking about eating whole boxes of sweets again and not being able to stop yourself. This is this is the mindset I'm in this week. Like I'm my weight's the same. Like I've not I've not done the dog by any means. But I'm like I'm just I'm like you you could probably even tell it from the second we got on the phone. I was just in like shitty form all day, like and there's no reason for it. I'm just like I'm in that kind of form. So I'm trying to reset now this week. So like today I did a little little bit of a, you know, just got outside the house, strolled around, got a few steps. Stepper, step aerobics class. Oh, yeah. Definitely getting that done this evening now, I'd say. I'll, I'll look at <laughs> one on YouTube and we'll get going with a bit of step aerobics and Zumba. But, yeah, like, I mean, best way I can put it down to is, like, I'm too inside my own head. You're probably very stoic in this sense. Like, you just see the week as the week and you're like, okay, this week, same as last week. I'm doing this. That's the plan. I'm going to eat my food, same as I always do. And I feel like you're going about it the right way. Versus me, the problem is I broke the routine where I would do a few workouts a week and a few walks or whatever. Last week, I just wasn't feeling it and I didn't. And now I'm in this kind of slump where I'm like, I need to restart and I need to start going back out for the walks again. I need to start feeling like I'm working towards something. Yeah. Again, yeah, you just, I think we just hit the nail on the head there. You need to work towards something. So I think the best thing for you and the other people like this now is just to reset some goals for the next very short-term ones, very short-term achievable goals for the next. So today is the 16th of November. So there's essentially, what, two weeks and a bit left, a couple of days. Yeah, they're both. Set some some kind of a goal. Don't don't and because like oh yeah, that's just me and my mood this week's not been great, but fuck it. Like I just stick to what I do anyway. I like the routine, I like the monotony of it. Such an exciting person. <laughs> uh pick pick something really small, but don't make it daily. 
so like that, everyone's you're still gonna have shitty days over the next two and a half weeks. So maybe between say today, sixteenth, and the first of December, which is what? Gosh, I have to do the maths here. Fifteen days. Say just pick pick a goal. I don't know. I'm I'm not gonna pick your goal for you for everyone is different, but just say, right, I'm gonna get in six or seven long walks between now and then so whether you do it for the next seven days and then nothing for next week or whether you do one today you don't feel like doing that tomorrow you do it again on a friday then you do three next week because you're feeling a bit of a buzz every day the weather's good who knows something small something achievable so that by the time you get to the first of december regardless of whatever else you've done or eaten or not done you'll at least think like oh, i got that done and that's a, that's in a way that's brought you two weeks closer to the christmas period where you can eat the whole boxes of chocolates or start buying the mellows, or whatever people eat at Christmas. But make make it just a simple, really simple. It doesn't have to be exercise-based either. Like, just something. And I think it's as much for your, ment- your mental state as physical. So it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't have to be exercise. Tell yourself between now and then that you're going to drink three liters of water a day. Or that you're just going to do, uh, what is it, 15 days? So yeah, here, pick, say, 300 minutes of something, anything, 20 minutes of fucking, I don't know, skipping rope, someday you go for a walk, counts as another 20 minutes, whatever it may be, pick, just pick a number, pick something that's manageable for your own life, and go for that. And if you really need to actually just just bounce it off like if everyone's got a friend who's probably fitness mad and who's just doing the work constantly like bounce it off them to actually talk about it like as in because i know it sounds stupid like but like, it's not like i was texting you all week going oh man i'm having a, a howler of a week like this is shit but like by just coming on having a chat today i'm immediately yeah. in the mindset like okay brendan knows the crack i can see that he's still on a positive bandwagon and i'm not going to fall backwards now i'm going to move it forwards and that's what I'd say to our listeners. If you want to shoot us a message, see what's going on. If you need a little bit of motivation, if you need an idea about what we're doing weekly, it might not always be both of us on the bandwagon of doing everything perfectly. But I mean, look, that's life. It's going to happen, but we're happy to help where we can. To be honest, you're probably going to get a really good balance between the two of us of the days where I do something and you don't, or the weeks where you just don't give a shit and the other person is doing it. But there'll be there's, there's ideas there. There's There's no there's no lack of ideas for people so if you do want to know get in touch with Shane and he'll filter through the stupid people that I don't have to deal with I'm happy to accept the messages now in terms of just, just while I'm in a complaining mood man um, and I feel like the part that there we've helped people out but you know I unfollowed three different accounts today on Instagram and do you want to do you want to know what their offense was go on making shit cups of tea and putting it on their fucking Instagram story. And I'm not going to name these accounts, but I oh, just say, if you make a shit cup of tea, why are you putting it up for me to watch you make it and the horrors of it? So offense number one, there was a milk first person, which just, I'm going to be honest, I just, I'm not for it. I understand that if you have a pot of tea, I can understand why you're a milk first person and you're pouring why? in nice strong tea. Okay, I still don't like it. But I, I'll be a bit more okay. This person literally had up on their story, milk, followed by a tea bag, followed by hot water, big murky mess, give it a stir. Disgusting. They should all report, you should report them to, I don't know, who would you report them to? I wish I could have. Somebody. Fucking number an, animals. Offense number two, Brendan. They filled the cup halfway with tea. Now they made it right, tea bag, bit of water, gave it a good stir. And I was watching the stories. going, God, why, why do they have so much room left in the cup? literally half a litre milk went in on top of it and they filled it to the brim. I'm like, how are you even going to pick that warm, milky mess up to drink it? You daft fucker. And then lastly, I saw someone going on about how herbal teas are better than your, your standard cup of tea. Like, you know, Barry's Gold Blend. I I honestly wanted to. Oh, oh. If, if you want your matcha, green tea, mankiness, by all means, have it. But if you're saying that's better, then my gold blend, get out. That's what I'd say. And that's the reason. If these three people noticed they were unfollowed, I'm sure they will. I'm sure I'm a prime account that they pay attention to. I'm sorry, but it's your own fault. This is uh, 
I, I feel like I don't really want to say anything about those. It sounds so fucking disgusting. Oh, like, why do people share tea anyway? It's funny you said that. I, I thought you were going to, what? No, no, go on. I thought you were going to say, like, I, you know, when you said you won't follow the accounts, I was thinking, like, oh, interesting, so did I. I thought you were going to say it for, like, some kind of a mundane reason, but that's, like, up there with probably one of the top reasons to not follow someone. It's the same, like, berries versus lions debate. We won't get into that because we could probably lose half the listeners. Yeah, we don't want to divide the audience as much as we know. People are just wrong an awful lot of that kind of stuff. But, um, I actually did unfollow people as well on this week, but it was, you know, you go through these phases of you see, because Instagram is extremely uh, intelligent for an app and learns your traits, what you like, things you look at, your searches. So then a lot of mine, it suggests like fitness pages or PT pages. And a lot of them are shite, but a lot of them I followed from months ago and months ago. And they might put up, I don't know, they might just put up one kind of a, you know, a mixed post of things to try or ideas and all that. And you follow them. Then you see some absolute harsh shit. Like, and I was, it's, there's one specifically that just stuck out because I only followed it yesterday. It was like that. I can't remember the name of the page. PT Daily or some mad shit like that. And I remember following them because they had, and it was probably the first lockdown, this like, graphic illustration nine different exercises you could do without weights and i remember looking and thinking geez they're actually handy like i'll save that and then i was flicking through yesterday and i saw the same page and it had up uh tummy fat burning uh exercises and i just thought like oh you fucking i I can't i can't find a word strongly enough so then i I saw curiosity then i went and thought I've obviously followed like a stupid page. I wonder how many other people are. 450,000 followers. And they're posting that kind of absolute bullshit. But that's 450,000 probably desperate people who wanted help or wanted actual advice and who are getting Tommy burning workouts. Oh, it's just when I saw it. Target a certain area like that. Like, fuck right off. But that's that's why I unfollowed them. So then, you know, when you unfollow someone, now it suggests other people greatest feature fantastic so two or three other pages came up without more of these random bullshit names that i didn't recognize so i just unfollowed i think three or four of them it's funny how much it actually like affects the landscape of even though your daily thoughts because like if you look at your screen time how much time you're spending on your phone like most of us would spend a significant portion even if it's 20 minutes 30 minutes of their day on something like instagram or facebook or whatever it might be and what's funny is that as you like stuff, it'll just keep pumping you what you like. So like, mm-hmm. if you like a picture of cake, it's going to keep pushing cakes on you. And then pretty soon all of your search feed or all of the suggested posts or everything that you don't choose to opt into is going to be cakes and crap food and all that stuff. And what I tend to do is if I can see my Instagram's getting a bit messy and I'm going like, why am I getting all this stuff that's not going to benefit me that I don't really care about? I'll just search something really, really bland and mundane like mountains or landscapes and i'll just get i literally like a few of those and then instagram just starts showing me cool pictures of countryside people on hikes good stuff that's yeah. actually like you know it's, it's cool place i've probably never been and i'm i'm interested in seeing that and like like saying that i actually it was probably last week i went on and i i, I was following a fair whack now obviously there's, there's there's a difference between pages and people like I'll keep all the people I follow yeah. because I like those people and I care about their, what they're putting up and I'm interested, but like there's also a lot of pages and businesses you might follow. And I just went through and I cleared out a fair whack because one, I wasn't interested. Half of them were for competitions. Half of them were for maybe when I was in a different mindset and suddenly it was like a different person's Instagram after all those pages were gone. Suddenly you're like, all right, so these are all the things I've been missing. These are all the posts from actual people. It's, it's a bit daft like, but you don't even realize how much you're just, you need to wave through the muck on social media to get down yeah. to actual real people. And it's so that, the, the trouble. So on the flip side of that, for all the shit, right? I feel like I'm going to balance this now. Be nice about it. You know, when you, you see those pages that are just absolute bullshit, you don't even remember following them. You think, why? Like, maybe you just remember it and think, I was so naive then, I thought that shit would work. On the flip side, there's some really good pages. I don't promote people as such or 
brands or any of that shit. But just because I use them and I think they're really handy, there's the guy Philip Byrne, right? He's a PT. I don't use him. I don't know him. I just follow his page. He does good live Q&As. But what he does a lot is he posts um, like collage pictures of, just say, for example, bears, chocolate bears and their calorie values or the little bakery and he'll have like one of all the pastries, one of all the breads, what each one is kind of calorifically valued at. And the same, there's, oh, I'm trying to give you name, Emma Davis, another one. So it runs Philip Byrne underscore PT. She's Emma Davis underscore health coach. It's all that kind of stuff. How much is, you know, two Weetabixes calorie wise. It's just handy to save there for days when you're, you know, you're just not sure or if you're really, for whatever reason, tracking quite specifically especially like the one i find and i use it a lot is like the little bakery i go to little sometimes and pick up like a bag of rolls or a pastry or whatever i'm trying to find that shit on whatever calorie tracker you're using is hard and like we said before you'll find one that says 50 and one that says 500 i actually have a pro tip for that little have them cool. all on their website all to their website this is pictures for the yeah, stupid people handy, like you. I'm saying anyone who wants the actual, if they, if they don't have this person on Instagram or right. if you're unsure, check it on their website. I did that before and I was shocked to find out their Italian bread rolls were massively high calorie and scary. But yeah, see, like, and do you know what? It, I'd actually say to people, it's worth having a look just because, and it was the same, I bought them last week. They have, um, oh, there's there's a really long name on them that I can't remember, but just say like multi seed high fiber wholemeal rolls or something along those lines, and they're like four in a pack, and you look at them, they're like kind of a brown little bap looking thing, and you think, Jesus, that's a probably quite healthy. Got seeds? No, no, it's well, it, oh, sorry, it is healthy. There's nothing at all wrong with them. But if you're buying calories, if yeah, if you're buying them, thinking these are probably low calorie. They're absolutely not. You would literally be better putting them down and buying one of the chocolate donuts next to it. And that's 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 what I kind of... I actually, the reason it came to mind is because I looked at it again at the weekend when I saw them and just thought, like, Jesus, you wouldn't even realise. I still bought them, and I still had two for my lunch. But it's just very handy. That's what Knowledge I'm saying. Papers like that. Knowledge is power. And I feel like that's... Like, we're preaching this since Fat Chat started. But, like... It's nothing to do with good or bad foods, but knowing how much calories are in something mean a hell of a lot more. And like that, if you if you fancy a nice roll like that, like that's no harm. That's great with a soup, oh, great it. with some turkey sausages, a little bit of ketchup, power to you. But just realize how much is in there because if you think you're having like, oh, I'm having a bread roll, 70 calories, you're not. You're having a seriously high calorie bread roll that you can allot for in your daily calorie count, but like be smart about it. Yeah, it's it's like, but literally, it's like you said, it's not about not having them or saying they're bad or anything. It's just about being mindful of it. If if you're one of those people that needs to or is doing it anyway, it's just that could upset your whole day by buying, say, a packet of those bread rolls and thinking two bread rolls for lunch with whatever else you're having can't be that bad. Whereas that could literally send you four or five hundred calories over what you're looking to eat. It's just about being awful about it so like pages i find that one specifically that guy's page he does a lot with like i said bakery stuff bears snacks yogurts and it's all it's all relevant stuff to us as in it's all stuff you can get here it's not american or anything it's all irish based it's all stuff that's in little or super value or tesco's or stuff you're going to encounter weekly to be honest the reason i found it handy is because it's a lot of i didn't go looking for it but when i started flicking through the pictures it's a lot of the stuff i do buy anyway so it's just it's just handy and from, for the week. from my perspective, if you're looking for cooking ideas, which is something I will struggle with, if you're kind of sick of having the same monotonous meals week in, week out, because like, all right, look, pre-lockdown one, whatever it is, I was getting a fair few takeaways a week, probably in a bad place. And so the idea of getting into cooking and having recipes to cook, that's something I adapted to then. And now suddenly I probably cook six days a week easily, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So Eventually, you're going to get sick of those six, seven recipes you're probably cooking the whole time. Two good pages are Scott Batty. Now, I'll, I'll share their username later on my story because I, I can't think of what it is. And Daniel Davey. Both of them, savage recipes, really tasty. Particularly, Scott Batty is a load of slow cooker stuff. And 
everything I've ever cooked in the slow cooker myself usually is muck. But his stuff, I've tried one or two. They're actually tasty. So I'm going to recommend, you know, just lob it all in the morning and you're sorted by dinner. His are also all on my fitness pal. Every recipe on his cookbooks and all that jazz. So, uh, yeah, a little bit of a free plug for Scott there and for Daniel Davey, but both good options. There you go. Now. So there's yeah. your snack, snackage covered and your meals covered. Next week, Shane will have his own recipe to tell us what he made during the week, and he will uh, go through the steps of that. Thanks, Shane. Awesome. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Now, we had one of our listeners get in touch during the week uh, to talk about a specific topic, and obviously we're always open to that. So we put it out to the listeners. Uh, weird food combinations that either yourself or family members or friends are eating and so we we didn't think people ate that weird in general but as it turns out you're all a bunch of freaks so we're going to go through a few of these and uh just just really discuss what what's going on here so let's let's start it off with uh this one i think is, is a bit of a strange one chicken tenders dipped in coke why well i was just going to say why like i don't even understand it i like coke i like chicken tenders i'm okay with both but like, why aren't you just eating the chicken tender, washed it down with a little bit of Coke, Coke Zero, if that's your preference? You've lost me now, listener. Well, what's going on with that? Brendan, is it a yes or no from us? We're going we're gonna to no. say unacceptable no. or acceptable for all of these. Get out. Get out. Sorry to tell you, it's, it's in the unacceptable category. Now. Like, uh, sorry, no, but I don't, know what, I don't know what people like in a chicken tender I like it to be crisp like some some form of crispiness and it's chicken crispy southern fried whatever but I don't want it soggy and sweet and and go fuck yourself I think that's fair alright next one now this this is actually from someone who I think is a nice person so please don't take offence I know you listen salad cream on a full Irish I mean of all things to put on a fry, salad cream. No, I'm going to start this by saying I'm not a huge fan of sauces in general on most food. Like I like curry and chips and I like like garlic mayo and cheese and that kind of stuff. But I, in general, I don't put red sauce or brown sauce or salad cream on a fry. I'm going to be honest. And like it isn't down to the fact of I, I, I have had a few salads in my day. What is salad cream? It's <laughs> disgusting. What I'm picturing is like a, a white white sauce kind of a thing. Maybe picture soup. pick picture like mayonnaise that you left in the sun, and it starts to go a bit yellow, and it just tastes. Some people like the taste on salad, but why on a full Irish or full? Well, they said full English, but we all know again. I wouldn't even put it on salad. It's like salad cream. No, just going in nice dressing in the shop if you want. But on a fry, like a fry is just one of the fucking great things in life. Calorific, honestly. Then, so I, I don't care. I don't care. When we're on the topic of fries, like, I mean, a dollop of ketchup on the plate, fair enough. If you're someone who likes a beans, a few beans on the side with the toast, understandable. In a, in a ramekin, in a ramekin, or in some kind of a bowl so that it doesn't leak bean juice into everything else. Couldn't agree more. Keep that separate. Even though I'm not a bean guy, but that's, you know, fair enough. Salad cream unacceptable from us on a fry it's just going in that category i'm sorry to tell you it's, it's just gone Get in the bin. and if you want to defend yourself feel free to send in a response but holy god like disgraceful all right so i feel like we got a few different options for popcorn so i'm going to throw them in there we've discussed this on the podcast before we know your opinion brendan but just some of mm. these were quite surprising put a out here for a while. so cheesy popcorn that's fine Sell that in the shop. It's actually quite it's in a bag. It actually tastes nice because it's two savoury tastes. All about it. I'm going to put that in the acceptable. This one, I've never had it. I don't even know if they sell it. I don't know if this person is making this at home. Chili and paprika popcorn. No, I saw that. Picture, and it was basically, it looked like your standard microwavable salted popcorn and they've put chili and paprika on it and mixed it in by the sounds of it. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a... I'm not a hater of it by the sound. No, I, I, I've never had it either, um, but it doesn't sound too extreme. As in, I'm, I'm comparing it slightly to say like, you know, you can get dry roasted peanuts now or you can get the crispy ones and they have chili on them or barbecue or whatever. 
kind of in that category. It's more savory and savory. There'll be a little. It's like spicy popcorn. Is there such a thing? Is that what they wanted? I don't know how it is. I'm kind of tempted. I mean, I'm like, I might try it. I'm not going to lie here. Um, so I, I'm going to put that in our, in our acceptable pile. Yeah, I, I agree with you. There. We approve. Cheesy and paprika and chili popcorn are both the acceptable pile of stuff. Agreed. Now, eggs. Eggs came in a lot of different forms. So I'm going to run through some of these. I, I found it very hard to get on board with, with most of them. All right, so we'll start off. Egg whites and porridge. Yep, I can totally see why. You you agree with egg whites and porridge? I don't. Well, because for the most part, you wouldn't even know they're in there. They're in there purely for purpose, I would imagine. Now, I've, I've asked someone about this, and they said it doesn't come out all eggy. It comes out kind of fluffy and nice. They sent me exactly how to make it. I'm going to try it. There's just something about it. It just puts me off. I can just imagine taking a scoop of porridge. Now, porridge isn't the nicest texture by any means. It's, it's a nice... It's a nice. I like it. What's wrong with it? I'm, I'm not keen on it. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's a bit of a, a misery for me to eat. But, I mean, I'm okay. I'll, I'll eat porridge. But then, like, the idea that I might get a bit of, you know, manky, just egg white, just cooked, just in there. I feel like you're, th- I feel like you're, you're very specifically thinking about a spoonful of porridge and then, like, the egg white of a boiled egg. How do you, yes, that's exactly what I'm thinking about. And how? No, that's that's not that's that's not at all what it would be like. How does it cook true? What do you mean? I, I, just, I just don't understand how you're stopping this happening. Like, how aren't you just? Having- I'll, I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. This way. It's like saying you put eggs in a cake, right, to make a cake, but you don't bite into a sponge and have bits of egg in it. Well, depending on the chef, but yeah, in most cases, I agree. Yeah. With so, you. so essentially, it's the same with the porridge. You're mixing in the egg whites before you cook it. All right. It's cooking with it, so it's not. No, it's fine. Okay, it's going. To, it's going to acceptable. So I, I, I'll accept that, but I'm not sure I'll get on board with it myself. Now, a few of these I've actually committed to trying. That is one of them. I'll give it one there, go. There'd be a very specific way of doing that. I got the instructions off the person because I okay. need to understand, and I'll share those out. If 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 it's not a food poisoning mess or it doesn't give me the gawks, we'll let the listeners know. Are you elderly or pregnant? Depends on the day. Sometimes I well, feel a bit old. Sometimes I feel a bit pregnant. You know, I'd say you're fairly safe with your leg weights either way. So probably more than likely. All right. So that's in the acceptable. Now this one, <laughs> it's down to the fact of I'm not a big peanut butter guy at the best of times. I don't get the obsession. Reese's cups, all this stuff. People are going mad for it. Reese's cereal, peanut butter, this peanut butter, that. I don't get it. It just seems like a lot of calories for for not a, a great snack, if you ask me. But Peanut butter on toast with scrambled eggs. No, not for me. Eat on, and I had several people send this in as a regular breakfast they have. Again, are these people sending? Are these people sending this mainly eating this for purpose or for enjoyment? These are or people you know? who train at a high level and see it as a good way to start their day. But they've also defended it and said even if they weren't training at a high level. It's a delicious snack. They can't say that because they are and they eat it. And it's like literally, a, it's it's a perfect combination of good fats, protein and carbs from the toast, the eggs and the peanut butter. And I, to be honest, if I needed to train at a high level and start my day, I would probably eat it, but I wouldn't be eating for enjoyment. I'd be eating it. To, We're to, talking to, taste-wise though, like that combination of oh no, I would, flavors I, I, and textures, that makes me want I haven't tried it. I would try it though. I'll tell you what, I'll commit to trying that one. Do. Dead right. And while we're on um, peanut butter, someone suggested, they said they have this and enjoy it, the Elvis sandwich. I've heard of this before. You know what's in it? Yeah. So we have peanut butter, peanut butter, bacon, bacon and bananas. Bananas. Yeah. I kind of thought it's, I actually looked up a picture. It actually sounded quite nice and looks quite appealing. So it's, I'm not nice so there. sure. It's going to go on my acceptable and it's your unacceptable then? Uh, yeah, I think so. I like I eat peanut butter and bananas anyway. So I'm not sure about adding that little... Again, actually, you know, I, I'll put it this way. I'll put it in the acceptable pile because I'm not repulsed by it. Okay, we'll take it. So um, look, be proud of yourselves. A few of you have made it into the acceptable pile. This next one, I don't think it will. At least for me anyway. Cheese dipped in strawberry jam. I can't get behind it. I can't. Can't support it. Who sent that in? Jimmy Savile? 
I don't understand this one bit. Like, why? Absolutely fucking rank. Pr- pretty bad. Next, we have someone absolutely ruining a personal favourite of mine. So you have your ham cheese toasty, top notch. This person is putting ketchup in a ham cheese toasty. Can't get behind it. Probably one of the same kind of people who puts ketchup on a Christmas dinner or ketchup on a roast dinner or ketchup on everything. Get out. Unacceptable. Yeah, I actually have someone, someone put in as well, ketchup on mashed potatoes. Are you about it or, or against no, it? No, absolutely not. I've seen people do it and I'm, I'm pretty sure I, I think I've had it before, but not by choice. Wouldn't be a favourite of mine. All right. right. Next we have... Now, this actually was a staple of mine as a fat child who had to cook their own lunches because their, their parents weren't cooking. Is it, is it noodle sandwich? Noodle fucking sandwich. Top Everyone nine. has had noodle sandwiches. Now, I hope they have. It's only for a lazy day, a hungover day, or a day where you're just desperate and there's nothing in the press. But I'm not going to lie, noodles in either just two slices of bread buttered or a crispy roll is an amazing stack. Buttered? Oh, not buttered. Oh, yeah, I'll butter it. Yeah, hands down. Fat fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me, what's <laughs> going on here? Anyone who's <laughs> diet advice now, that's out the window for this portion of the podcast. We're just talking about what we're passionate about. I think people. I think we'll find though, like this kind of stuff, uh, especially people of a certain vintage. Everything went to the sandwich at some stage. Uh, like that's just noodles in a sandwich. Growing up, sugar that. sandwiches, jam sandwiches, things Someone that aren't that in sugar sandwiches. What the fuck is that? It's Never literally a slice of white bread. You just pour on some sugar, fold it in half, and eat that motherfucker. It's like the poor. We I remember having it as kids. Man, that's daft. Is that nice? It's delicious. Don't try it. It's highly addictive. Really? Hence why I was a fat child. It's a disaster. It's like right. Augustus Gloop's lunch. I've through my list here now. I've not gone in order, so it's, it's tough to track down what we've not discussed. Um, oh, wait, sorry. On sandwiches. I went to school with a fella. I started this, and then you went on with sugar sandwiches. I lost it. Yeah. You used to <laughs> slice a lasagna and put it in between two slices of bread. Lasagna sandwich. Anyone yep. tried this? I have. haven't tried it. I upped at one level. I put the lasagna in between two slices of garlic bread. That's just genius. Top tier fatness. Flavor, amazing. Anyone who has the calories to spare, I would highly recommend this snack. It is immense. Just, a, just on that note, for this will be for you as well. So for some of that, you know the old just frozen garlic breads? Yeah. Just, you know, throw fresh ones, whatever, throw them in the oven. So it's essentially the same as that. You put it in, you cook your garlic bread, you put some meatballs on. You cut the garlic bread in half, throw the meatballs in with a bit of cheese, put it back in. It's like a garlic bread meatball sub. So similar to lasagna without the effort of lasagna. And this is how to get fat in a rush. To be honest, if there was, if we were focusing on that, I think we could be like top of the pops podcasting because no one knows how to get fat better than us. We're, we're veterans of it. It's not going to, it's, it's just I, I, never going to change that way. We know the information, even if we're not acting on it, we know how to get you fat. Oh man! If there was like a reverse PT, if you like, not 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 serious people who put on bulk or put on weight for health reasons, if yeah, for some if for some daft reason somebody wanted to just get the insanely obese, it's the Homer Simpson situation. You want to be declared disabled at work. You need to get <laughs> a certain weight. We can provide you with that Play-Doh donut that is going to pop you over on the scale. That's what we're. I tell you, if there was ever something I could do better than anyone, that's it. You know, I've just had the realization that, you know, when Homer was trying to get to 300 pounds, when I started losing weight, (laughs) it was actually above that. So in Simpsons land, I would have been too disabled to work based on that fact that I was that heavy. Is that why you were in perspective of old school Simpsons? Like that was the idea of a super fat person back then. True, very true. And now it's probably a lot bigger. If That's very true. Weight loss TV. So and, I, and, I was, and I was wondering why you were wearing that dress. But now it makes sense. It's called a Momo. Or a Moo <laughs> Whichever your preference. And it is breezy and comfortable. Ties with a belt nicely. You rarely flash people in public. It's great. One word. Freedom. <laughs> and look, um, I think the last one we need to... This, Two we need and they're kind of a little bit sweet dishes. I don't know what you're going to call them. So first one, 
Nutella and brie on toast. Brie is cheese, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's sick. It's it's, 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 um, it's a fair. It's not a fairly strong cheese. It's strong enough, stronger than cheddar. It sounds stanky, and also like the the chalkiness of cheese with Nutella. No, brie is see brie is quite brie chalky. Uh, no, it's quite creamy, especially if it's cooked. So we're we're going to imagine. You know, do you know when you see the you go into restaurants and you see these fancy ones that have like the little pot of melted cheese in the skin? Yeah, a lot of a lot of the time that's brie. Okay, I I'm, put it in salads. They put it in salads and it melts a bit. I can't get just, my, no either. Can I? Um, that's absolutely disgusting. Pretty felt. And uh, this one, it's actually it's served in a restaurant in Cork, and. Someone sent it and said it's delicious. I, I personally, I'm not going to name the restaurant, even though I, you know, I eat there the odd time. But uh, until they're paying us, we're, we're not going to name you. But sweet potato fries covered in ice cream and caramel sauce is apparently a fan. Dan Roosters. Yes, it is. But why I've seen pictures. Why would you name because, them? When I've just because, said I've because I'm going to go on to name them and say, I think it's the most overrated place in the whole fucking county. If you, if you want some slightly tasty chicken go over to the shop and buy some chicken breasts and put some stuff on them and put them in the oven don't go to roosters and waste your money i didn't waste your money there it's delicious food i'm all for it but anyway let's just get down to the to the real important stuff here brendan why are we mixing sweet potato fries and ice cream parts of dinner meal whatever you want to call it why are we mixing them people like the sweetness of sweet potato fries and think it goes nice with ice cream and I think they're absolute fucking heathens dirt and it actually it, it ties in well with one that I've missed on the list which is people who dip their McDonald's chips in a milkshake apparently a dumb thing I another one I can't get behind you're honestly you people I'm surprised at you I'm surprised you weren't ashamed submitting some of these why would you dip your oh. chips in a milkshake Apparently, and specifically, they said only in a chocolate milkshake is it nice, not strawberry. I'm losing a lot of faith in people, Brendan, today. You know, some of these. Oh, Shane, well, just get on my board. I've lost faith in people years ago. Nothing surprises me anymore. It just adds to my confirmation that people are fucking weird and idiots. I think that sums it up nicely. Will we leave it there? That's, there's, not, there's not really much more to say with that I know the same people are listening to this now saying you're weird and you're an idiot and you know what you're absolutely right but just at least I know it don't, I don't review the podcast in that manner if you're reviewing the podcast say we're fantastic <laughs> and a pleasure and then feel free to send us direct messages of hate by all means we will, we will lap them up as long as you're not reviewing us negatively that's all we ask and the usual like like the, like the pages on social media, follow on Spotify, subscribe on iTunes, start sharing the podcast out. A load of you have been sharing, and it's boosting up the listeners. It's spreading the podcast message to everyone else, and we greatly appreciate it. Keep it going, and anyone who isn't, please do. We're spreading our message of love and hate worldwide. Yeah, because no one can be like all positive all the time. You know what I mean? You need a little bit of negativity every now and then. And that's us. We're going to give you a combination of both. Week in, week out. I think mainly just me most of the time. Mainly. But I mean, that's fine. I'm not going to give you full credit. Today, I'm negative Nancy. You you brought it back. Just more realistic, Shane. That's all. I realize the world is a dark, depressing place. I like to remind people of it. and Sometimes try and give them a glimmer of hope. And, and on that note, have a great week, everyone. And thank you for tuning in. Adios.